player Meow Mentors, it's Cat Lady Justin. This is the Kitty Boss, where we pick, pamper, and protect your practically perfect pussycat for a lifetime of unconditional love. Welcome to this, our holiday special. Some people are celebrating Christmas, some people are actually celebrating Hanukkah right now at the moment, and various other holidays. We embrace them all just like we embrace our kitty cats. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our ever-glorious co-host, and then our special guest. So give me a second. Here's Dr. Rachel Geller, famous cat behaviorist, cat chaplain, and the person of all cats all the time, a charity designed to help low-income folks still have an awesome cat. So, Dr. Rachel, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm well, Justin. Lovely to be here. Lovely to have you here. So happy holidays to you. And now let's meet our very special guest, totally appropriate for this time of year, because uh, I don't know about you, but some cats don't mind getting a little dressed up. Mine are okay with it. So I've got some great photos of them, their scarves, their little Christmas hats and all that. So uh, Kathy is a well-known cat photographer. So she does cats specifically with OK Cat Photography. We'll, we'll give you the site and a little if you're interested later. But for now, I'd like to meet Kathy and welcome you to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. It's awesome because we got we got lots to talk about today because uh, we're ent- obviously we're not entering. Sorry, we're in the holiday season now. So there's various holidays going on and off right now. In fact, today in the UK is some minor plus holiday called uh, Christmas Jumper Day. Jumper is what we call a sweater. So it's Christmas Sweater Day in the UK, uh, which is funny because we have two of them. We have this week and next will be Ugly Jumper Day, like Ugly <laughs> Christmas Sweater Day. So today is a Christmas Sweater Day and I posted something online and then it dawned on me that, you know, a lot of cats or most cats like being on things, clothes and costumes. I tolerate it. They don't mind uh but they, they don't love it so it's not like oh they're a treat and so we have to be careful with that but i thought we'd talk about cat costumes and and how to deal with that and what your perspectives are on that both from a behaviorist with dr rachel uh as well as of course a photographer and say uh how can we manage that process when we're when we want to take some lovely photos because you know some of us will have some we'll need some tips on on taking photos and that's that really, really awesome. And then, of course, if you know anyone needs a professional cat photographer, then we know who to go to for our commercials or our, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, I see your cat, your cats <laughs> there in the back. You've got your statues, your photos, and then there's a real cat right there behind there's Dr. Rachel Gillen. Let me see if I can zoom oh, out a little bit. And there he is. There he is. Perfectly. He's still, he's a statue. And then he moves and you're like, that's not a statue. That's a cat. And I saw a tail pop up with, with Kathy. So why don't we start with our guest, Kathy? Yeah. Sure. So Kathy, why don't we start with you and get your opinion on this, uh, this issue of uh, cat costumes, first and foremost, what do you think about dressing up our cats? I, I honestly, I think it's really silly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's also, it can also be really fun. Now, my daughter, my youngest daughter has a cat that she started putting clothes on him shortly after she got him. And that actually kept him calmer than when he was naked. So, you know, <laughs> it's going to be different for every cat, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my like I said before at the beginning, my cats will tolerate it. 
so they, they, they don't they don't get upset or, or stressed by it, but they don't love it. They'll sit there, they'll let me take some photos, and you can kind of see in their eyes, you know, where they're ro rolling their eyes or they're just looking, saying, hurry up, I, I, how long do I have to stay here? It's ridiculous, uh, you know, they have that look about them. And so I can tell, you know, they're... they're happy to get the costume but they they seem they let me they know what's they actually know what's happening they know i want some cutesy photos and they indulge me which i'm grateful for and then i i send it off to my local magazine and they usually publish every month a little a little photo of my kitty cats so for me they, they tolerate it so but some cats despise it so let me let me know your opinion on that dr rachel and what you think about you know cats and costumes and do you ever put dress ups on your kitties so I do not. So one thing with um, my particular cats is I always adopt the cats who nobody else wants. So I tend to adapt, adopt the cats who are ornery, who are the misfits, who need a lot of behavior work, who need a lot of socialization. So typically my personal cats, I'm not dressing them up in anything. But mm -hmm. having said that, you know, as um, Kathy and, and you both mentioned, it really depends on your personal cat. Some cats are like, Oh, I have a costume on. One's lunch. Like they couldn't care less. <laughs> Other cats feel very restrained. They feel like they've lost a sense of control and they really, really hate it. So, you know, go look at your particular cat's temperament and take it from there. Because if you have a cat who is very mm -hmm. reactive to that, um, to that texture or that loss of control or that feeling of being constrained, then clearly you don't want to put your cat through that process of putting things on her just for the sake of you getting a cute photograph like that just wouldn't be very fair to your cat but some cats tolerate yeah. it just fine they don't mind at all and the other thing and i think kathy mentioned this is that you know if this is something that you want to do best to start doing that when the cat is a kitten because typically mm -hmm. when cats are kittens that's the time to get them used to anything whether it's trimming their nails um brushing taking a photograph, you know, anything like that, that you want to be able to do is easier. Brushing the cat's teeth. These are all easy, easier things to get your cat used to when the cat is, is very young. So if you, if you do have a kitten and you're thinking, you know, I really want to have those photographs someday. Now is the time to start getting your cat used to it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just like people a little bit, isn't it? I mean, it, it, first of all, yeah, you get, you get used to it and you get the habits as a child. But then there's some who love dressing up. I, I mean, it's very popular here where I live in the UK of going fancy, they call it fancy dress. That just means throwing a costume on. It doesn't mean, when, when I first heard the term, I thought it meant like tuxedo or something. But no, no, it just means a costume. And people love it here. There are so many costume rental shops and people will go out and, and students do it a lot. People do it a lot for uh, their, their party before they get married and stuff. And it's just very popular. I hate it. Personally, you know, I'm, I'm one of those that I, I feel weird. I don't feel comfortable. I feel even if everyone's in a costume, even if I'm at a Halloween party, I, I don't like being in a costume. The one time I did it is Halloween, I think 10 years ago or something where I went as Sean the Sheep and my friend Stacy went as Little Bo Peep and it was a cute little, a cute little pair. Uh, but that's pretty much the only time I've done it in recent years. In the last 10 years, I've not thrown on a costume. Not, so it's just not my thing. Don't yeah, like so that's perfect what yeah. you're saying, because think about our cats. They're just like us. You know, some cats mm -hmm. dislike it. You know, some people love being in front of a camera. Some people are camera shy. Some people love putting on costumes and love Halloween. 
other people not so much. So just like people, our cats all have different preferences and temperaments. So just take that into consideration. That's right. Uh, that's that's exactly what I think. We have a quick uh, note from one of our uh, Facebook viewers who's viewing live who didn't click that button, so I can't see who it is. Merry Catmas and Happy Perna. <laughs> so thank you, wh- whoever that is. We love that. That's really funny. In fact, my little brother had a, um, a, a car, a holiday card that said Happy Hanukkah. Yes. So it was very, very appropriate uh, for that. And I sent a a Christmas cat, which was basically like Merry Christmas to the cat. So uh, to him, I instead of, so I didn't wish him any happy, just the cats, which I thought was was kind of funny. Uh, We have a hi from our friend, the cutting cat behaviorist. By the way, if you're in the USA and you want some beautiful handmade item gift for your cat or for you, because she does both. Uh, the crocheting cat behaviorist, I'm sure, can supply you something amazing uh, that's really, really lovely. Uh, it's a little bit pricey if you're over on this side of the pot. Most of, of my you know listeners are in the USA, so I wanted to make sure I say that. So, hello. It's wonderful to see you. Ah, so it's your biggest fan, Dr. Rachel. It's Michael Parrott that made that awesome comment. So, uh, so thank you, Michael, for joining us. Merry Christmas to you all. And Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Uh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and it's after Christmas uh, or it's after Hanukkah or it's after New Year's or whenever you're listening to this, it's really important that you know that what we discuss here is almost always evergreen. Meaning, I mean, Halloween, right, is another costume holiday. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of that. It's so what we're what we're about to discuss is relevant, even if this is not the holiday season. You can still listen to this. And even if it's next year, you can still listen to this because you could use these kind of tips. Now, here we go. Uh, so we have another comment. Will there ever be a pill to extend oh. the life of cats? Oh, God, I wish. I wish. Uh, you know, I always like to say in the uh, Kitty Boss book, which is still not 100% done and published yet, um, I always like to say, if you do everything from the moment it's born... Um, your cat could potentially live to 30 because it's not unknown. I mean, the longest lived cats have lived longer than 30, the two longest one. They were father and son cat. So it it's, can be done. Now, will it be done? There's no, It depends on the breed and there's lots of other factors in there. But if you do everything perfectly in terms of taking care of its health and protecting it and, and giving it its well-being emotionally and feeding it the best stuff, Potentially, it can live to 30. That's certainly my goal with my cats is to have them live past 30. I would honestly secretly, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I would love to break that world record and have my cats live healthily. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want some invalid, you know, just like I wouldn't want to be an invalid, but a healthy, uh, you know, 33 year old cat. You know, is kind of the goal I have. And as long as they can live, I mean, as long as they're healthy and happy, uh, I don't want to set a limit to it, but that's sort of the milestone I would love to break and get into the Guinness Book of World Records. But with my cats, that's the that's the thought. Now, as far as a pill, I, I really don't know. Uh, I think first they they need a pill for people for that, and then for cats. So maybe you never know. Okay. Anyway, back to uh, holidays and costumes and photos. Is there anything anyone else wants to say about um, photos and all that stuff, or sorry, costumes and all that, or shall we move on to? The next order of business. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm I'm ready. Oh, I'm see ready Oh, I see a little. Okay, cute. cool. I see. Yeah, let me try zoom out because I see a tail and a back. Hi, Who, who's this <laughs> on your lap there, Kathy? This is Marley. She Hi, is Marley. Uh, 13 years old, and she came from our local uh, municipal rescue shelter. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, Emily is 13 as well, and you know, all, all my cats. None of my cats are like some special breed or anything. I'm nothing against breeds; they're cute, but you know, I I, I prefer to. Give a home to a cat who needs a home yes. <laughs> and isn't for sale. Yes. But in any yes. case, uh, that that's that's a whole other show we might devote to that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about uh, about photographs, because in the holidays, we love to take photographs. We like photographs of ourselves. We like photographs with our cats, we like photographs of our cats and every permutation you can think of. Right. I mean, I have. <laughs> oh, yes. I actually didn't think of that. I'm glad you <laughs> caught on to that. Thank you. If I look in my phone right now, I have 13,334 photos and videos in that album. I would estimate that at least 10,000 of those are of my cats or of my cats and me. Um, not less than that. The rest are other stuff. There's some food and some also some other, you know, some personal development stuff I post and, and, and social media plans and all that. But I would say the vast majority of that stuff on my phone is cats. So photography is obviously something very important to most of us in the cat community. Cat pics is one of the first things that trended on Instagram. Instagram is young. Uh, cat videos and all that was, I think, the second thing that was like a huge trend. People love it. They're the cutest animal ever. Uh I like to, uh, pretty much only a sociopath would hate a cat and not find that adorable. Uh, I'm, I'm half serious about that. It's it's very, I mean, the, the genetics, I mean, the evolution of that is designed to milk the awe oh, out of a human being and an, an, or, or any primate, really. I mean, even simians, monkeys, gorillas, even they melt for little kitty cats. So... I don't know. I think there's an evolutionary thing that happened there. It's not just me, uh, or it could just. Be. But in any case, I wanted to talk about photos. Now. So, Kathy, would you like to give us a few tips, two, three tips on how we can a get better or good photos of our kids, and then um, one or two tips on how we can get good photos of our cats with us, like. You know, uh, for I'll, I'll give you that one right away. If you want to get yep. uh, good photos of your cats with you, um, obviously go to somebody else. I don't know how you get a cat to look over there at your phone while you're holding it or even a camera on a tripod. I don't know how you do that um, unless you're just really good with extension feathers. Um, as for <laughs> as for or you have regular, a, a really smart cat like my Charlotte, who seems to know how to look into the lens and peer into your soul through the camera like eight times out of ten she's really good at i that. love her but i love her already i've never met her and i love her <laughs> um but yes for getting your own pictures of your cats um mm -hmm. uh, my first few tips are actually clean up get kitty in a, a clean area with a nice background and uh, as little cat fur on the bed as possible well for us crazy cat people that may be hard to avoid um but for getting kitty's attention, um, toys that you know kitty likes. I use, uh, a lot of times I use feathers on a long wand. Um, and another another 
lure and reward to get them to look at you and to reward them for being where you want them to be i often use um tuna puree it the little it's i call it gogurt for cats it's in the little little package you tear off the top yes i've seen those before they're quite stinky aren't they yes wonder then the stinkier the better seems to be the trick yes 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 the stinkier and the oilier and the darker kind of the opposite of what most humans want is what exactly hey sidebar real quickly you know what's funny there's something in the uk uh called gentleman's relish gentleman's relish i think was invented in the victorian times so oh well over a hundred years ago and they but it's still sold you can get the supermarket and all that and it sounds like because i've tried it before it's not bad but it sounds a lot like this cat paste we're talking about it's a paste and it's made it's very she it's fish it's i think tuna sardine mixes a lot of like different spice so i wouldn't feed gentleman's relish to cats by the way if you're in the uk just don't don't do that because it's got too much pepper and spice in it but it sounds like a lot like that you spread it on a cracker and and it supposedly tastes good it's not bad it's but it sounds the same the same thing Sorry, Kathy. Back, back, back to you. You're absolutely fine. Um, And then uh, I guess my next tip would be uh, cameras. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, "What? What's the best camera to use?" And the first answer to that is the one that you have with you. Um, The next answer to that is the one that you know how to use the tools. Um, So obviously, your phone is going to be a first choice Mm -hmm. because that's what we have with us most of the time. But if you have a higher end camera, uh, a DSLR or a mirrorless, take the time to read through your uh, your user's manual and learn what all the settings do and practice a lot. The more the more you practice, the like with anything, the more you practice, the better you will get. Um, so you're gonna you're likely to get better pictures with a good camera than with your cell phone, mm-hmm. unless what you have with you is your cell phone. So yeah, that sounds that sounds great. So. Uh, so, guys, if you are thinking about, uh, you know, t- taking some photos with your cats or you're not, you're thinking about, wow, that sounds like a royal pain. I Because I've, I've heard it before. I can never get them to I can never get a good picture of my cat that uh, luckily, like I said, mine's uh, my Charlotte seems to be a poser. Like she loves that. She's like a harlot. You know, he's like she she's a camera a you know w-h-o-r-e whereas my emily is a bit more shy i can get great pictures of her but i gotta be candid gotta be candid camera so uh so if you want and i think it's a really great idea to go to okcatphoto.com because you can hire cat and she can get the best pictures for your cats it's okay like okay and k-a-t because she's kathy and photo, P-H-O-T-O. I spell it because most people, frankly, will be listening to this and they won't see that I've just popped it up on the on the screen. So it's okay, K-A-T-P-H-O-T-O, okcatphoto.com. And she's got social media too, and you can follow her. I think follow each other so you can find us that way and then stalk her. And, and, and you can get the best photos of your cats. If you just wanted something adequate that you can snap, that's fine. And we've had some today. But if you want the best, like amazing publicity photos, uh, like you see behind, and I see some dogs in there too. Just just kidding. I like dogs too. Um, no, we don't but, judge uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> I see the doggies and the kitties. 
uh, than, than just uh, talk to Kathy. We have a f- few comments. Can cats be trained to hold cameras LL, and take selfies? I think we know the answer to that. That's a good one. Um, they can't hold it because they don't, they don't, most cats don't have an opposable thumb. Some cats have the little extra thumb there, but it's not opposable. So they can't wrap their hand around it. Um, but they can take selfies because uh, because when I, I generally take a photo with my cat, it's generally selfie style. So I can, not every time, but many times, I can get Charlotte or Emily to pose with me. They seem to be good at that or intuitive and know what I'm after from Michael Parrott. Yeah, I figured that much. I love stinky scotch and cheese. I get it. Yeah. If you can get your hands on gentlemen's relish, on some little crackers with your stinky scotch and cheese or scotch and stinky cheese, I think you'll, I, frankly, I think you'll enjoy it. I do. Um, so anyway, thank you for sharing those tips, Kathy. That's really, really great. So, uh, Dr. Rachel, have you ever worked with uh, a, a professional pet photographer with your cats or other cats? I, I have not. Um, even the, no. uh, I haven't, I, I, I should, because like you, you know, my entire camera roll is filled up with pictures of my cats that are both selfies and just pictures of my cats when they're doing something adorable, which seems to be all the time. So um, I love the idea of, you know, going to somebody and have them take the picture for you. Of course, you have to be the, have the type of cats who are accepting of strangers and visitors, which I work with many people whose cats, you know, as soon as they hear the doorbell ring, they go and hide under the bed, or they're not so apt to be themselves around people who they don't know. Um, so that's kind of something that some people will have a, a stumbling block with. But the idea of see, having somebody take the picture for you to get make sure, you know, you're both looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. But like you, I've taken a lot of selfies where, you know, I've gotten lucky. I mean, sometimes I just sit there and I keep pressing, 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 and then you're going to get one chance hour mm. looking at the camera. Um, the picture on my on my book is actually a, a selfie. The, of uh, me holding my cat so sometimes you can get a really great picture yeah um, i mean the kitty boss you know profile photos that we have on social media is a selfie i i stuck emily on my shoulder and grabbed a selfie with her that's all yeah, it was really yeah. quite simple it was there was no effort no tricks nothing she just i stuck her on there like a parrot like you know it, like like pirate with a parrot except that was by emily and then i i got a photo and i think it's cute so that that particular time worked. there's other photos for example that i have with uh, of charlotte that's on the on the cover of one of the um cat uh books that i have that you can see it's pinned up on the top there because i encourage people to get it because it's the psychology behind pet ownership you know i i talk a lot of you know uh, interesting stuff and opinions, but there's also science behind most things that I've taught, the, the opinions that I've made, not just random preferences. And the psychology of pet ownership goes into detail about that. Uh, so anyway, Charlotte, that was a professional photo uh, done of Charlotte. That was not a selfie or, or, or a photo that I took. That was that was such a good photo that, that I have to give kudos to uh, the photographer there who's, uh, uh, we'll give him a shout out. It's a uh, Photo Hondria, uh, the pho- photographer Damien. And that is, uh, rather than spell that for you, it's tough. Find it through my social media or send me a message and I'll definitely give it to you. That that was probably the best photo ever of Charlotte. So, But that was done like Kat was saying, Kathy was saying, on a, uh, a 
professional like camera yeah. what D yeah. was it dslr i don't remember the word for it but the, the the actual professional like big thick camera was not done on a mobile phone or anything like that it was a, it's a big professional setup uh and a camera and like i said we're lucky with charlotte she's a poser and she loves to just she'll she'll show off and do a thing and and, and let you snap photos of her and, and i believe she knows what's going on because she might I, well even you know she doesn't like she knows that you're enjoying it and she's getting that positive <laughs> feedback i mean the amazing things thing about cats is they they pick up on all of our emotions i mean we can't smell yeah. the happy pheromones or the adrenaline or stress but cats can so if we're enjoying it and, and we're happy with what's going on they're going to keep doing whatever behavior yeah. that is because they they do want to bond with us and they do want they like it when we're happy um yeah, and so like so that works, yeah. And Kathy, so have you ever run into that? Have you ever run into trouble? Like, yeah, I'm assuming you go to people's homes, and that you also possibly have a studio that people can bring their pets to. So uh, I'm pretty sure my pets wouldn't love a studio session because they 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 hate going out of the house and the carriers and all that stuff. It's just even you know so. So for them that wouldn't work, but you know in the house. So do you ever run into that where you're like, uh oh. It's like what Dr. Rachel said, this cat's hiding, and, yes. you know, yeah. yeah have yes. you ever run into the uh, that trouble? Frequently. Uh, and I do most of my work in my studio and I actually have a meet and greet appointment first. So human mm. and cat or I do shoot with, I do photograph dogs as well. Um, but human and cat come to the studio. Everybody gets to check the place out. Kitty can walk around. Kitty can hide under the furniture. I can get to all the good hiding places <laughs> um, and I try to let them know this is a good place to be get them some tuna puree uh, so when they come back for their session hopefully they remember this was not horrible I can relax and be okay but yes I need my humans to relax yeah. and be calm and not anxious don't worry about it it's gonna be chaos it's it might be cold and that's okay expect that from that's my okay. cats Right, right. And do you use any anything like? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say the human needs to remain cool, calm, and collected because yes. if we get nervous or we get stressed, we're gonna reinforce to our cats, "Oh yes, I should be scared. I should be stressed, and it'll make things worse." Yes. It, it's like a vet trip, you know. But at least, at least when they go to yours, there's no needles or monitor poking in them. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's so it should be a pleasant experience. And then, um, you know, it's. That's that, that's interesting that you have that that meet and greet and you come do you use anything like fell away like a plug-in to help with the pheromones and to help create that sort of environment? Yes, I do have I yeah. do have fell away for the cats and adaptal for the dogs when they come. I don't know if it makes a difference, but it can't hurt. That's my yeah. thinking. Yeah. And some yeah, cats no, I agree. Different. Some cats, um, you know, that synthetic pheromone tricks them into thinking that they've already scented and marked deposits everywhere and they've already designated it as a feel-good place for them so sometimes for some cats it does help it does trick them into thinking that but not every cat so it's interesting you know i'll recommend it to clients and some cats some clients feel like it's a miracle product you know they see this huge difference and other people don't see that you know too much of a change at all so again just like people it's all very individual but it can't hurt, like you said, so it's definitely worth worth having. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's that sounds great. That sounds great. And have you ever had a um, like a failure? Have you ever had it where it just there was just no way to get this animal with this cat to to 
the photograph? Actually, no, not with cats. I no. have um, had a couple of cats in the studio. It didn't work out in the studio, so we scheduled a second session later at their home and had better results. Not great. Kitty, Kitty has still had an attitude, but I was able to get what I wanted. So, no, that's great. It's great. So you you haven't had a failure yet. It was just there's no photographic this you know animal. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's really really cool. I, so I'd like to make sure we cover something really important because it's the holidays and we we do talk about it each year, but it's important to reinforce it. And it's not necessarily photography related. Uh, but Dr. and Rachel and I go over some of the sort of the, the, the tips that we have for the holidays that are important for protecting your pet property uh, so that you can have that lifetime of unconditional love. And, and that includes things like Christmas trees and tinsel and those poisonous plants we bring into our house for the holidays. Uh, or if you're Jewish right now, you know you have a menorah or a Hanukkah and it's got the lighted candles. And, and, and we want to be careful with all of these things. We have gifts, we have gift boxes and wrapping. And so let's just let's just spend a few minutes just giving people, because we want happy holidays. And that includes gifts and presents and decorations. We don't want to eliminate them. We also don't want to eliminate our cats. Uh, so we need to know that there are some things that are probably best left off, left out. And then there are some things that we can do with caution. So... Dr. Rachel, should we talk about a few of those? Yeah, I mean the the right now it's Hanukkah, and I know I know for Christmas a lot of people like to like um, scented pine candles mm -hmm. and things like that as well. So you know candles need to be you, you should always um, when they're lit you should always be around so you can supervise. They need to be out of reach of your cat, um, and and realize too that you might put it up someplace high, but cats are clever, so they might jump on the chair first and then get up to where the candle is. So never have candles lit when you're not home and you're not supervising and have them up and out of reach as much as possible. Plants, uh, many plants for the holidays can be toxic for cats. Um, holly, mistletoe, poinsettias, chrysanthemums, these are all toxic and can cause GI upset in your cat. And realize that even if, even if um, they don't eat an amount enough that's toxic or they eat a leaf of a non-toxic plant. These are things that cats' bellies aren't used to digesting and something can still get lodged in their um, GI tract or something can still cause inflammation and that could be a trip to the emergency room. So keep plants out of reach of your cats as well. And um, I don't know why antifreeze has a sweet syrupy smell and taste to it, but it can be enticing to some cat so if you are someone who lets your cat outside be sure to clean and check their paws for antifreeze just make sure that there is nothing you know around that the cat can get into um, the same with that ice melt and rock salt that can be toxic if it gets into a cat's paws and they try to lick it off so just be aware of kind of winter and cold weather dangers and um, holiday things that are fun for us same, I think you mentioned the gift wrapping, you know, don't play, don't use the ribbons to play with your cat because it's another thing that if they ingest, it could be a problem. Make sure you're always using the safe and proper toys that are designed for a cat's play. And of course the wrapping, um, you know, the, the wrapping paper, the ribbons that we use to wrap, the tinsel on the tree, these are all things, they're shiny, they make noise, they're enticing to cats. So 
again, keep those things safe and out of reach of your cat. Excellent. Thank you. And I'd, and I'd like to add to that, to be also a little bit careful of the foods that you have during the holiday times. Uh, this goes for every holiday. I mean, Thanksgiving, it goes for Valentine's Day. When that Chocolate is a big part of most of our holidays. I love chocolate and, and I have chocolate and all of that. But just be very careful. Chocolate is toxic to cats and dogs. So we want to be very, very careful with that, with where we leave our food lying around. Our gifts might include you know, an advent calendar with chocolates in it or whatever. Just be careful. We leave those around so that our cats cannot, you know, ingest those things. Yeah. Then our meals might have lots of stuff that cats love, like turkey or ham or whatever. And it has a oh, goose, goose, uh, Christmas goose is delicious. But um we have to be very careful with the spices because we might be basting or, or marinating or doing whatever. And so then all of a sudden that meat that's normally healthy for them is now used stuff that's not good for them. So we want to be very, very careful with that. I don't want to make it seem like a cat is this like impossible tyrant that lives in the house because I know some people joke about loads of videos and memes and stuff. A cat is not. There's also this thing where people are subservient to you. You don't have to. You can totally live your best life. You can totally you know, do things that your cat doesn't like. You certainly do that if you're a parent. And if you're a child, you do that to your parents. That happens. That's okay. What you never do is, you know, abuse, harm, or put your cat into peril or danger. But you don't yeah, have just to. Common sense. You know, yes. Just so common sense. Just common sense. Have an awesome holiday. Yeah. Exactly. Have an awesome holiday. But be careful. Yes. Bye. Yeah, but be, but be careful. And then and then we have guests. That's the other thing that comes to us for the holidays or we go as guests. So uh, if we have people come in our home, Dr. Watch Rachel likes to tell us, yes, you, you know, know, watch, watch the, doors, the doors, have a safe space for the cat. Yeah, if people are coming in and out, watch your doors. If you have cats who are shy, don't like strangers, or if you're having a lot of company, you're just not going to be able to keep an eye on your front door. Then just put your cats in a safe a safe space for that part time that you're having you know your party or your gathering um you know they'll be fine put them in a room with the litter box and their food and water and plenty of toys you know you you will know that they will be safe but like justin said a lot of it is common sense i mean if you had a child you'd make sure that any lit candles were out of reach you know a lot of it is just basic um kind of safety and common sense anyway so i just want to reiterate what he said that I don't want people to think they need to go crazy. There's just, you know, basic little things for safety that we would probably do anyway. And um, at, to your point with the turkey, you know, onions and garlic are something that mm -hmm. um, a lot of cats have problems with too. So we want to be careful. But really, you shouldn't be feeding your cat onions and garlic anyway, right? So <laughs> just, just keep note of it and just be careful. They will be enticed by the aromas, but... We shouldn't have that food on the floor regardless. So I, th I think yeah. a few minor um, tips and, and keeping basic attention on things and you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And then and then there's the other issue of if you go out, let's say, and you, you're, you're away from home for a period of time, let's make sure that we, we understand that cats are, are very independent creatures, but they will probably miss you. So... You need to do a few things to reassure them, to let them know you're coming back, although they might not remember that. And that it can include, right, plugins or 
you know, some people say they'll leave some soothing music. There's an amazing uh, musical track, which you can get on iTunes and other places or just on their website called Ambiology. It's for both cats and dogs. They have a cat one and a dog one. And it's a frequency and a, and a soothing music designed to soothe and de-stress both humans and the animals. So the dog one works on dogs and the cat one works on cats. The cat one is based on the cat per frequency. And maybe the dog one too. I don't know. But uh, I, really I don't have a dog. To help too when you're away mm-hmm. is, you know, a few days before you go away, whatever you're wearing, you know, keep a t-shirt on all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds a little yucky, but your underwear, <laughs> your socks. And when you leave, you know, leave those items out on the floor because your scent will be <laughs> very reassuring to your cat. So, you know, I'll always like leave a sweatshirt or a t-shirt on the floor in my bedroom and at least with socks around the house because those items do have your scent on it and that will yeah. be reassuring to your cat. And the idea well, of the on yeah. lights on timers, you know, think of creating signs of life in your home, even though you're not there. That's good for security too, it's just to have the timer. Yeah. And, and you know, and if you get yelled at by a mom, dad, parent, what a spouse or whatever for leaving your dirty undies lying around, just say it's not it's the cat. I did on purpose for the, kitty. Be, for the cat. You know, the cat has a, fe- a foot fetish, so I left my socks on the floor so they can feel like I'm home and 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 just there's your excuse. So, so in any case, it's a good thing because they, they like your smell. We know that. So so just leave something with your smell on it. Uh, your stench on it for your cat to feel like you're not too far away. So that's a really uh, important, actually very, very important tip. I did have a, uh, and then there's there's a question that comes up every year, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute, and that is how to keep your cats off the Christmas tree. But before we talk about that, Kathy, uh, I wanted to ask you, because my friends, I have several friends who have invested in, because they're not cheap, these uh, camera things, you know, these like, uh, I don't know what I don't know what to call them. These robotic camera things, like so, it's like a nanny cam for a baby. But it's it, it works and it works remotely on your iPhone, and so they could be like you know three hours away, or or, or a, they could be in the USA even, or across the uh, ocean, and they can log in and control and see this little camera. They can move it right and left and see and kind of spy cam on their cats. And so, uh, do you have any experience or any any uh, advice on those? Uh, things because they're a bit strange to me but they're they're cool i don't have any experience with those and i i I know that people have them and usually more for their dogs uh my cat has or my cat my daughter um has had one for her cat um but i don't know how much success she had with it Uh, and that might be a way another way to get pictures though if you can grab that get a good image and screen grab that pictures or videos and and some people can interact you can turn on and get audio to go through and, and it's 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 kind of kind of cool being cool at the same time but you know you got you got that so it was just a thought that came to mind so thanks kathy uh so so back to what i mentioned earlier because the question comes up every single year because i don't know why people just don't get it but you know they they need to be reminded they always ask how can i keep my cat off the christmas tree and I'll, I'll start us off by saying there is no one solution that fits all because some people say aluminum foil and then other people say, well, my cats are absolutely not bothered with aluminum foil. They'll go on it. They, it doesn't work. My cats are not afraid of it. Some people say there are these uh, cat repellent sprays that are based mildly off of a citrus 
thing because cats hate citrus not to a toxicity level but it's based enough to put you know to to repel them and some people tell me my cats uh don't mind that you know my cats will even play with like grapefruit or whatever okay so the, the the first thing is is there is no one solution that works for every single cat because cats are very you know different individual pets they're vips and they're very intelligent as well some, some are not some are stupid but they're very they're, they're of varying degrees of intelligence and, and and of course a diversity within the cat population so there is no one answer for it let's talk about a few know tips to keep the cat off the tree because or if it's because it, it, it's not the healthiest environment for, it's not a cat tree they can it, it might not be so safe or healthy for them. so how can we keep them off right so there's all your basic deterrents as you mentioned and they may or may not work you know cats tend to not like materials that are slick or sticky so those are things you can put around the tree you know aluminum foil is one idea there's a product called sticky paws um that's basically a fancy, a cat version of double-sided tape. Sometimes that works, you know, kind of put it around the area of the tree. They're not gonna like the feeling of their paws and so they won't proceed any further. Um, so there's all kinds of deterrents, smells, textures, stickiness, slick things, and so forth. There are also deterrents where if the cat gets too close, there are compressed air cans and they'll emit a sound that sounds like a cat hissing. So they won't wanna go any further. Um, you can also make sure that your ornament, you have your tree set up in such a way that the ornaments and, you know, other enticing things hanging farther up off the ground. Sometimes that helps because the things that they're enticing them aren't like right low to the ground. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's an idea. Um, some people do things like put shallow trays of water around the tree because cats don't like to get their paws wet. So that's an idea as well. And I always tell people to just make sure your tree is securely anchored because if the cat does get up on the tree, you don't want the tree to fall down. Yeah, <laughs> goes without saying. And uh, you brought up the little air air compressed air that makes a hissing noise. That doesn't include an air horn like some people take to like no, no, stadiums. No, no, no. Just, you don't want to like give your cat a, a heart attack, right? So this right. is just a, it makes a, it's it, not an air horn. It's No, no, it just and, and, sound that and that's yeah, it like a hissing it sounds like and a hiss yes and that could be enough yeah for a it's cat. not an air horn and then the other yeah. thing and then the other thing is um uh <laughs> so so it's not an air horn uh and then i forgot the other thing i was gonna say which uh, which i picked up on on, on that this is uh oh we don't want to spray our cats because it's something no, that no, i no. also hear a lot no. is use a spray bottle it, it, your cat doesn't learn from that all no. they learn is to fear you and Correct. it'll spoil your relationship with cats. So never punish it. You don't spank the cat for going in the tree. You can you can be firm with it. You don't want to scream at it. Of course, occasionally, you know, like if Emily runs under the hedge, I will get very, very loud and scare her because I'm trying to scare her back into the house. That's different. That's emergency situation. In the house, you really want to avoid anything really like the, the punishment doesn't work on. Yes. It's punishment. rewards do, but punishment doesn't. Punishments don't work with a cat because cats don't understand the concept of right or wrong the way we do. So when your cat's climbing on the tree, she's not doing it to be bad. She's not doing it because she thinks that it's going to bother you. She's doing it because cats like to climb. Cats like elevation. And so she's 
doing something as a cat that a cat enjoys. She's not trying to be bad. And so a punishment will not work. In fact, if you use a spray bottle, as you said, not only will you ruin the relationship between you and your cat, but all you're going to accomplish is a wet cat will wait for the next time you're not around to try it again. So it's not going to work. Um, the thing about deterrence is you don't need to be present for them to work and they're not tied to you. So those types of methods that I just offered are much more preferable um, than trying to punish or yell at your cat. Yeah. So that's uh, so those are the kind of the two things I wanted to go over uh, to make sure that that's that's clear. Whereas is none of our tips included any kind of punishment, whether physical or or otherwise, of the cat. They're, they're simply deterrence. There's a, a comment we have. I like to put some cat grass under and near the tree to help distract. See, that's that's like a so rewards work. So to reward your cat for not going in the tree by staying on the floor. Uh, and enjoying the cat grass, that will work for many cats, not all cats, yeah. but that'll work a lot better than some kind of punishment for the cat. So thank you. That's actually a really, really good tip. Uh, it's, it's not one I've tried. I luckily don't have the issue of them going in the tree. Charlotte used to when she was a kitten, and now she doesn't. Emily will sometimes lie under the tree like a gift because that's what she is, but she doesn't go in the tree. So that's again, but I'm less lucky with that. I didn't have to train them. The cats to understand. I can tell Charlotte go upstairs. She'll go upstairs, go inside. If we've happened to be out, she'll go inside. She'll like obey commands a little bit like a dog. And I never trained her to do it. I didn't use treats or rewards. I just, she just kind of picked up on it somehow. So uh, that's, I don't know. I, I've got very intelligent cats, I guess. Uh, so that's, that's that. I wanted to, um, go over one last thing which is to ask uh kathy and ask dr rachel if there's anything else you'd like to leave us with for the holidays uh for our holiday special um we will not be reconvening until after new year's so dr rachel uh, and kathy if you guys have any quick tips about the new year's and five i know it's quite a ways away but our next show is after that so for anyone listening we're watching uh, fireworks and all this alcohol. Just a few tips on what we should we should do during this lovely festive time of year for the new year. I have um, a quick one for your yep. photographs. It's one of the really popular things that I've seen the last few years is having your 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 cat or your dog with the Christmas lights wrapped up in Christmas lights, mm. and then their pictures taken. And my concern is that, as we know, they all have teeth and they're going to chew that possibly mm -hmm. and electrocute themselves. So I would avoid that if at all possible. I, I know it's cute, but the risks are too high. The risks are high. And and Christmas lights in your tree the same. If you have a, a, a chewer, cat, dog, rabbit, whatever, I would avoid. I would. It's, they're lovely. Get it. Um, but put them outside. Don't put them inside. Um, Again, if you have an animal that you can trust that you know, because they're, they're definitely not a chewer and you're absolutely confident about that, then, you know, with, with supervision, maybe have them on and then switch them off when you're not there. Uh, that'd be kind of my suggestion. But yeah, that's that's really good to, to know. Dr. Rachel, anything to, to add to us for the new year? Yeah, well, in terms of the fireworks, you know, um, cats are highly reactive to 
noise, particularly intermittent noise. They find that very stressful. They never know when the next bang is going to come from. Yeah. So if you have a cat who's afraid of fireworks, um, you know, make sure your doors and windows are secure because if your cat is sitting in the window and she becomes reactive or afraid with the noise, you know, you don't want to lose your cat. You don't want to have a cat just run because they're afraid of something and then not find her way home. So windows secured, doors secured. If you really know your cat is super stressed, again, put her in a separate room, pull down the shades, have music playing softly, and try to keep the environment as common as possible for your cat. Terrific. Thank you very much. That's that's, uh, that's brilliant. And if you're having a party at home, a New Year's party, then by all means, remember our tips are pretty much the same as when you're having, if you're having guests over for a holiday dinner or lunch or whatever, make sure that your cat has a safe space to retreat to or to just be locked up in to make sure that, you know, because when, let's face it, it, uh, New Year's normally involves alcohol and alcohol normally lowers our good judgment. And so uh, that the same goes for your cat. I, I don't mean your cat. Your cat's not drinking alcohol. They should stay away from that. It's poison. But what I mean is your guests and you might exercise bad judgment towards your cat. They, you might do something or they might do something that you wouldn't do if you weren't, you know, with alcohol or God forbid drunk. But, you know, let's face it. Some people do that. And so let's keep your cat safe and secure, uh, you know, especially when there's alcohol involved so that our, our judgment is not impaired and we end up doing something and then regretting it later. There's an accident, God forbid the cat's injured or worse. So, so let's just, let's, I'd like to just add that bit, but not to make this a doomy gloomy show. It's, it's a happy show for happy holidays and happy, bright, friendly New Year's, but Let's keep our cats safe. Let's protect our pets properly so that we can have a lifetime of unconditional love with them and also enjoy it. So thank you for those uh, little extra tips. I wanted to add that, and I wanted to leave everyone with one last reminder that if uh, now or forever into the future you would like some professional photographs of your cats or dogs or both, uh, then Kathy can help. Uh, her website is okcatphoto.com. Uh, and you can always message us if you need her details, and we can we can share her details with okcatphoto.com yes, so that you can yeah. you can yeah. get some professional level photos of your cat. Uh, I think that's that's always an amazing thing. Uh, Kathy, sorry, I, I didn't hear you because it's a bit pricey to also fly you out <laughs> across the ocean from where you are in the USA to where I live in the in the UK, and it's also too expensive for me. And, to fly my two cats and myself out to the USA for a photo shoot. So I haven't done that. So that's, but that is the only reason it's the only reason. <laughs> and so there you go. So everyone else, you know, if you have a, you know, actually would make a great Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever gift, wouldn't it? To get a session. Yeah. I bought you a session with Kathy. Okay. Cat photographer for you and your cats. How cool is that? That would make an awesome Christmas gift. There you go. That's the Christmas special. That's our gift to our audience. Is uh, is I'm not paying for sessions for everybody. But we don't have that kind of budget. But it's the it's it's recommending and endorsing that and suggesting that. And of course, Kathy, I'm sure will take extra good care of anyone who says they've come because they they saw you on the Kitty Boss. Uh, they'll they'll get a an extra treat or at a catnip or something. 
So there you go. Let me know. So yes. <laughs> let her let her know is if you heard if you heard about it from here. And if you don't, we'll forgive you. So there. So thank you guys for joining us. I want. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to to have you on the show. And thank you for your tips, Kathy uh, and Dr. Rachel. Always, it's amazing to spend time with you. So I think next time we'll see each other will be in twenty twenty early twenty twenty four. It'll be the first Friday of January. It'll be our New Year's special, but it'll be post New Year's special. Uh, so, uh, not hungover, but you know, we'll be, cause it'll be well enough after that, but that's when we'll, we'll meet together. So I want to wish you all a very happy holiday as well as an amazing, safe and prosperous new year to you, Dr. Rachel and to you, Kathy. So thank you for Thanks joining so us. Thank you. Happy and, and healthy everybody. Yeah. And I'll see you in a few minutes after we end the show. So thank you for joining us, and I want to wish you a happy and healthy New Year, as well as the very merriest of Christmases, Happy Hanukkahs, Kwanzaa, or any other holiday that you might be celebrating. This is Cat Lady Justin, and you're listening to The Kitty Boss, where we pick, pamper, and protect your practical pussy for a lifetime of unconditional love.